I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism. They suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. We've all read a lot about revenge, if not experienced it ourselves. And some even say that revenge can be sweet. So let me start with the famous story we've all heard of the Jallianwala Bagh massacre in 1919. It was during the Besakhi festival in Punjab that Colonel Dyer 
opened fire which killed more than 1000 innocent people and it was later found out that the person who actually gave the order was the governor of punjab michael odwyer he was the main reason behind this terrible heart-rending massacre so udham singh who was a teenager happened to see this incident he carried that in his heart and almost 28 years later he followed this colonel and shot him in london in 1940 he didn't try to escape and he was immediately arrested it took him that long to avenge the death of his countrymen there are many such incidents we've all heard in indian mythology too we know about uh, draupadi who wanted to take revenge against the kauravas who had humiliated her in front of the whole court from shakespeare to mythology much has been written read and heard about revenge and yes we've always thought revenge to be normal and predictable it is possibly the deepest instinct that we have but the point i want to emphasize is that revenge is a double edged sword it affects the giver and the receiver we've often heard that i hope he gets his just deserts wishing that karma would strike the one who hurt and recently i read something on revenge that really stayed with me it said that revenge is not always sweet once it is consummated the avenger feels inferior to the victim think about it when we are hurt or betrayed most of us believe that if the other one suffers then we'll feel better and our emotional pain will lessen but on viewing so much data and experiments we've learned that those that take revenge and those that don't get an opportunity for it say that in fact revenge made them less happy now why would that be we would normally presume that revenge would be satisfying but experimenters have found that any act of revenge also comes with a lot of rumination we think about it and think about it and brood and the negative self talk says i wish i could have just walked out and cut him out of my life i wish i could have not just insulted him but beaten him up too so if it hurts both people involved why do people still have such a strong urge for revenge i found that most vengeful reactions tend to be provoked when someone feels that their honor or identity is threatened like for instance religion or the honor killings in parts of india these have felt deeply and a violation of social and moral norms it's like one sense of safety is threatened whatever may be the reason revenge ultimately doesn't make the avenger feel better 
it may be an initial intoxicating rush but people feel far less satisfied after they take revenge than they had imagined that they would feel i have found that rather than inflicting suffering what people want is remorse from the person who has wronged them and a heartfelt apology that's what they really want of course it's not always likely that one would get this but people want remorse so what is really important is something which i know requires us to be superhuman to understand that the basis of revenge is a feeling of hurt that's what's underneath what's also underneath is anger and a sense of being betrayed it's not easy to put yourself in another's shoes when you've been wronged i understand that but what would help is to remind yourself that even though you aren't in control of the situation or the other person you are in control of your emotional response to that situation i had once done an exercise with a client i had asked her to write down everything that made her angry using all the expletives she wanted and to put it all out there then to rip it up rip up the paper with all the energy she would have used for the other and then to throw it away then take a deep breath or several deep breaths and you'd be surprised how releasing it is so there is a healthy way to deal with these feelings that can help you heal and give your brain the same amount of rewards without those dire consequences so i suggest the next time you feel the dark claws of revenge creeping into your soul take the same intensity and put it in success yes success put it towards movement towards your goals put your energy in hustling to get what you want put it towards your own growth that was this week's episode for the cellular alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist ritu malhotra don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs